Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. in the building it is take your pick them it is tuesday august 15th 2023 and i am elated to come on and talk with all of you beautiful people about today's slate uh thank you so much for joining me everybody thanks so much for supporting the show for supporting the content uh this show is not the same without all of you diesel 72 good morning my friend uh, you guys make this thing great, and so I just really want to uh, extend my gratitude for all of you joining and uh, hanging out with us and trying to discuss a few plays uh, that will hope- hopefully put us in the money. Bama, good morning, sir. Glad- thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we're going to get this thing kicked off. Of course, it is witty words of wisdom, and this one is coming from Robert A. Cook, and I thought this was Really an incredible statement that that I came across this morning. And he says, this is what he said. He says, say and do something positive that will help the situation. It doesn't take any brains to complain. And I think that's so true, man. Like, you know, when you see something wrong or something bad happens, it's very easy to say, oh, that's terrible. Or "This this sucks. But it takes some thought. It takes some reflection to come up with solutions. Right. And that's the positive mindset that we want to talk about. That's the mindset that helps to push our society forward. It's one thing to complain and continue to stew in the problem or in the negativity. But it's another thing when you see something and you do something positive, come up with solutions, always come up with a way to make things right and better for the people around you. I have little children and I I would love to leave the world. Uh, in a better place than when I found it. And hopefully I, I, I'm able to teach them to do the same. And so uh, that's our winning words of wisdom for today. All right, we're going to go over our recap from yesterday. Yesterday, I mean, we just kind of had a mixed bag. Uh, we had three plays. We got one right, two wrong. So that's going to bring our uh, our uh, our record on the month. We're at 21 16 and one. That's where we're at on the months right now. 
And uh, hopefully we can continue to push this thing forward as we we're in the middle of the month. So we still got a big push that we're going to really blow this thing wide open. Uh, yesterday we had uh, uh, Mr. Braxton Garrett and uh, I, I thought for sure he was going to go over and they pulled him. So we were able to, to get that one, get that one rolling at, at uh, 16 and a half pitching outs. We were able to get less than on that one. We took less than Chris Flexen facing the Arizona uh, Diamondbacks at 15 and a half pitching outs. We weren't able to grab, get that one. Fletcher just he pitched a good game. It is what it is. And then we took Grayson Rodriguez at 30 and a half fantasy points. We wanted less than that one against the uh, San Diego Padres. I figured they'd be able to score a few runs. And they, they, he didn't really dial up the strikeouts, of course, throughout the, throughout his, his couple of innings, uh, at least early on. But uh, they, they weren't able to score enough runs to push the fantasy score down. So once again, that's where we ended up yesterday, one and two. Let's work on getting the sweep today. So uh, today we're going to have a fair amount of hitter props, and it's not uh, hitter squares, and it's not that I uh, uh, I'm avoiding pitchers. It's just the hitters just seem to stand out to me today, and so we're going to kick this thing off. I'm not going to do the screen share uh, today. I'm just kind of going to talk through it, and so hopefully uh, I hate to, to, to do that to you guys, but I want to make sure that we can get uh, a clear understanding. We don't have any lagging this morning, so. Uh, no, no screen share today. We're just going to go and just kind of discuss, discuss the plays, discuss the squares that have come up for me. So first up on the docket, I, I do want to say that I, I've got this in, looks like on underdog currently. Uh, we may, in fact, and I, I'm sure we'll probably have these on um, on prize fix as well, at least for some of them. I know sometimes they have uh, different sites, but we're going to kick this thing off. We're going out to Atlanta where Luis Severino is pitching. Luis Severino is facing the Atlanta Braves. Good morning, Jeff. Top of the morning. Thank you, sir, uh, for joining us. Luis Severino is here, and he's facing the Atlanta Braves. Folks, Luis Severino has been awful. In fact, you know what? Let's go ahead and see if we can get this screen share rolling. I just I don't want to deny you guys the ability to be able to follow along. And I, I think we'll be able to get this thing rolling. So for those of you that are listening in your cars, listening while you're working out, I know you won't see this, but we will go over the data. Thank you so much yet again for joining us. We've got Matt Olson at one and a half total bases. We want more than that projection. Let's talk about why. We've got Luis Severino on the season. K rate of 18%. Guess what, folks? To lefties. That is 14% on the season. Past 30 days, still at 18%. 18% K rate to lefties. 19% K rate to righties. On the season, he's got a 484 Woba. He's, I mean, he's got a 484 Woba that's given up 328, a 328 ISO left-handed hitters. Past 30 days, he's got a 611 Woba and a 500 ISO. That's what he's giving up to left-handed hitters, folks. Matt Olson is in the spot of all spots. He's got plenty of run uh, of RBI potential ahead of him. Kakunya at 11.9% K rate. Michael Harris at a 19% K rate. Austin Riley at 22. 227 ISO for Riley, 168 for Harris. 238 for Acuna. Olsen will have massive, and I do mean massive RBI potential, but also I think he's in a perfect spot to get us a grand slam, uh, not a grand slam, a home run here. Uh, and I think if, as long as they don't walk him intentionally every at bat, he will have a chance, right? He will have a chance to knock this thing out of the park. So I really like Matt Olsen today at one and a half total bases. When we look at what Luis Severino's throwing, he's throwing fastball slider cutter. Now, I'm not really worried about that because in terms of the fastball, you can see really good numbers here from Matt Olsen. And you know my, you know my gosh philosophy. When you see fastball, you typically see that good on, on most all teams because they see fastball their whole career. 50.6% K rate, 461 Woba, 369 ISO. 
We're going to go to the cutter because he has seen that about 20% of the time, right? But don't worry about that. 387 ISO, 475 Woba. He does have a 30% K rate, but also a 13.9% walk rate. And the other thing is Severino's really lacking in the strikeout department as it stands right now. So I'm not really worried about that. Now, slider, we will see some different numbers. Obviously, we always talk about guys don't hit slider as well. The K rate is up, but the ISO, 311. 379 Woba still has a 12.7% walk rate. I think this is a fantastic spot for uh, Matt Olson. And then let me just give this tidbit out too. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is not something I do every day uh, in the Pick'em Streets, but I do think this is an opportunity for us to possibly put together a game stack or, or a stack of the Atlanta Braves and then with another one of your favorite plays. If you can find fantasy points, hits, runs, RBIs, total bases, I think I think the world is your oyster with this Atlanta Braves offense. I am, and I'm, I'm just going ahead and telling the people this now, I am going to put together a stack of the Atlanta Braves with another one of my favorite plays. I think this is an advantageous spot for us today as they face Luis Severino, who's just been giving it up against everybody, folks. Let's just be honest here. Luis Severino has been getting pummeled by most offenses. I hope the Braves don't make me look like an idiot today. I'm looking for them to have a monster day at the plate. Matt Olson, one and a half total bases. We want more than that projection. All right, now, we do have some some slight weather concerns here. When I looked at the weather report from Roth this morning, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up. But we've got Boston at Washington. He says some near stationary stars will set up somewhere around D.C. 3 in the afternoon and early evening, fading around sunset. If these happens to be if these happen to be over the ballpark, uh, there's this game gets flooded out potential, but more likely they are just near the ballpark, and we can either play on time or need a late start if they clip the game. Pre-game radar should tell us a lot here. Well, what, one of the things I want to look at here is I think that in terms of today's slate, I talked about the hitters. We've got Raphael Devers facing Josiah Gray. I like the spot for Raphael Devers. We've got him at one and a half total bases. We also want more than that projection. We've got Devers at an 18% K rate, 3.5. Uh, three, uh, 359 over 247 ISO, and he's also going to have some RBI potential. Uh, you maybe want to look at the fantasy points for him and Olsen as well, but I'm going to side with total bases. When I look at what he's been able to do against right-handed pitching, the power, the, the K rate, the walk rate, everything is lining up for him here. He is going to see a plethora of pitches, but one of the things that I'm not worried about is uh, is, is what's going to happen uh, when he when he gets up to face Josiah Gray, we've seen Josiah Gray in terms of this season. The K rate has really come down uh, a, a bit. He's at 19.9 percent of the season, 21 percent to lefties, 18 percent to righties. But I'm not worried about it. He's walking lefties over the past 30 days at a 15 percent clip, and uh, walking lefties on the season at a 13.2 percent clip. Once again, that's why I'm saying you may also want to look at the fantasy points for Raphael Devers. I'm not going to include that in the official tally uh, because I'm not sure how much. I'm going to get to in the fantasy point arena. But in terms of total bases, I really like this a ton. Once again, we'll look, look at what Josiah Gray is throwing him. Slider, cutter, sinker, curveball. And so we'll look at, at uh, Mr. Devers. Mr. Devers is a good quality hitter, right? So when we look at the slider, look at that, folks. 16% K rate on the slider. 471 Woba, 370 ISO. That's fantastic because typically most bats are going to struggle with the slider a lot more than they struggle with the others. We look at the cutter here. Look at Devers, folks. 11% K rate, 558, well, over 625 ISO. And then we're going to the sinker. He's going to look, look pretty good there as well, right? 18% K rate. And then we're going down to the curveball. And we look at Mr. Devers, 6% K rate. Folks, 
Devers has been exceptional. I think this is a great spot for him to get off against Josiah Gray at one and a half total bases. We want more than that projection. All right, we're heading out to Miami. And we've got our good friend, and this is the guy we've kind of been utilizing on most places, Johnny Cueto. We've got Cueto at two and a half earned runs allowed. I want more than that projection. Folks, listen, I know Houston didn't really come through for us in terms of the earned runs yesterday. I think they're going to get off here on Cueto. I'm going to keep rolling with this team. This team has been hitting exceptionally uh, down the stretch here. Altuve, 17% K rate. Tucker, 15 Bregman, 14 Alvarez, 9 uh, Diaz, 6 uh, 16.8 now, we do have some strikeouts at the bottom with McCormick, Singleton, Pena, and Maldonado. But, but once again, folks, the top of this lineup is enough to give Cueto some problems here. Uh, we've seen uh, Cueto, Cueto's K rate. It has come up over the last 30 days when you look at it. But I still think this Houston team is going to give him problems. One of the things that Cueto has been doing, even though uh, he's been making it through some innings, He's been giving up runs. And so when, when you've got a team, a good quality hitting team, especially the second and third time through the order, that, that should be able to put up some runs and give you some problems. I like the opportunity that they provide for us here. Cueto at two and a half, earn runs allowed. We want more than that projection. When we look at what Cueto's throwing, so Cueto's throwing mostly fastball, and you're going to see really good numbers here on fastball for this team. Like up and down the lineup, even some of the highest strikeout backs, uh, at the bottom, like McCormick, still looks good on the fastball. Once again, they see this pitch the entire live, so I'm not I'm, I'm not really worried about that. When we look at the changeup, you'll see some off speed. You'll see a few more strikeouts, right? All right, changeup, obviously, even Bregman, 30% K rate, but I'm not worried about that. Bregman's still a quality hitter. You look at the slider, you'll see a few more strikeouts, obviously, but that's still closer to the bottom of the lineup, top of this order, not striking out a ton. So I think we've got good quality hitting enough at the top of the lineup if the bottom can hit a few hit a few singles and doubles, right? I think the top of the order can bring this thing home. It wouldn't it be nice to just get this one wrapped up in the first inning. Altuve gets on, Tucker drives him home, Tucker gets on, Bregman drives him home, Bregman is on, Alvarez comes out with a big bomb to knock it out of the park and go ahead and get us this one early. So folks, those are going to be the plays on the day. I'm going to go over our recap. And we're going to get you out of here so you can enjoy your workday, enjoy your family, enjoy your vacation. And uh, thank you so much as well, or, or always, for hanging out with me doing this show. So at the top, we've got Matt Olson facing Luis Severino at one and a half total bases. This is a fantastic spot. We want more than that projection. We're going out to uh, to the Washington game where there might be some weather concerns. Let's follow Roth throughout the day. But we still want to take advantage of this. We've got Rafael Devers at one and a half total bases. We want more than that projection facing Josiah Gray. And then we're headed back to Miami, first game of the night. Johnny Cueto at two and a half earned runs allowed. We want more than that projection. Folks, I'm Chief. Humble that you've been joining me. Thanks so much for hanging out. This has been Take Your Pick'em. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweet. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.